everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari. Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 523. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, the geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijeron Mess. And for some reason, I cannot hear anybody. Looks like you're muted. I'm here. Yeah, but Ari was muted. Oh, he, he, he's typing away furiously. Something's up with the headset. And... Nothing. Can you hear me now? Now we can hear you. Hey, buddy. There was like a 20-second delay between hit and unmute and actually unmuting. This is... I'm just saying, this is why I hardwire everything that needs to be done for this, so... I think this is, like, one of the few times that headset's like... Yeah, no. But you know what? It's all good. I ain't worrying about it. We have a great show tonight. Um, Apologies for the intro where the audio kind of cut in and out. I realized if I hit the phantom power button for the mic, auto mute. So when I was hitting it, I heard the audio cut out. I was just like, don't tell me this thing is going to override the audio. But it just did it for a split second to kind of kick in. So I'll just control the volume and whatever, you know, all that good stuff. So, you know, enough about that. So how is everybody doing tonight? Okay. <laughs> Meh. Sounds about right. (laughs) Anywho, uh, we are live tonight, week of November 9th, 2021, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us here every Tuesday from 9 to 1030 Eastern Standard Time at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And don't get into the DST. (laughs) No, um, a couple of uh, Facebook pages that. I, I advertise on bitch that I put EST instead of EDT when we were in daylight time. I'm like, does it fucking matter? No, it doesn't. Maybe I should put 9 p.m. at your appropriate time zone. Whatever. You know. What? Or maybe I should just put live at zero, negative zero, 500 time. I mean, like, if, if I could do that, but you know. You could have them direct to converter. Well, there you go. Like, here, please go to this time converter to figure out what time the show is happening. Exactly. <laughs> and don't forget, like, we're here on Twitch uh, at twitch.tv slash anime jam session, uh, Tuesdays from 9 to 1030 Eastern Time. Uh, we're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com. And they're also live on Twitch on Sundays starting at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern at uh, twitch.tv slash vognetwork. At 8 o'clock, it's uh, Orange Lounge Radio. No, no. The Bobby Blackwolf Show, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. <sighs> and as Ron before 21 says, they can figure out their time zone themselves. I would, I wholeheartedly agree, but 
from my understanding, they don't teach that stuff in school anymore. And that's, that's, that's sad. It's like, they don't teach home ec. I mean, rant for another time. I ain't worried about it. So, and don't forget, we are also on Discord, vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every show that's a part of the Voice of Geeks Network, past and present, have their own channel. So come through, hang out, and have a good time. And the pool is officially closed. So, you know. Uh, wah, wah, wah. But I, I think the new hot tub's coming in, so we'll see about that. Woohoo! See, there's something. Okay, what else do we have here? So now, now, now that we got that out the way, we're gonna ask everyone: How was their week? How was their day? Ari. Uh, well, number one today was payday, and I ended Ka-ching. up paying most or all the bills, you know, before I even got out of bed. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, this past week, it's been just a lot of work stuff. Well, and especially last week because uh, you know, I was on the even. The uh, day shift, and I couldn't be here. Right, right. Which, uh, mm-hmm. And, oh, there was a lot of overtime involved as well, and uh, that was, you know, questionable on my part. Oh, yeah? You see, like, I did a midnight shift this past Sunday, you know, when uh, daylight savings time was expiring. Right. And, uh... Oh, fun. Well, it's not... Well, it was a free hour of overtime, nonetheless, but I didn't get enough time have enough time to sleep or take a nap in between it in between getting the call and going into work so by the time i got done i was awake for like a day and a half Mm. and i i'm just sitting here like through the second half of my double just trying not to not to fall asleep at the desk right you know it looked unprofessional and my id and my employee id was on the on a blink so I couldn't get into the building or open any of the main doors without assistance. So that was even more fun. Like, like, Oh, your new pass is here. Oh, where is it? It's like at a station, like 60 miles away. Like that does no be, that does me no good here. <laughs> I re- I remember when I started this new job that, you know, um, the first day I had my work badge, like on a lanyard around my neck because most of the time, unless they specifically say it, I keep it in my wallet. So, you know, or on a like on something hooked to my belt or something like that. So I remember leaving to go to the restroom and I'm just like, wait, wh- wh- where's my badge? And I'm like, oh, oh, slap wallet against um device door unlocks. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, I just keep mine a little retractable hook mm-hmm. on my front pocket yeah but, at my at my last job they re, it was required that everybody kept their badges like that so I mean it was kind of convenient uh, though uh, next week's gonna my, my, my next paycheck's gonna be fun because it'll it'll have all that overtime plus holiday pay for Veterans Day and Election Day gotcha but other than that it's just trying to keep from going crazy. I think I finally recovered from the lack of sleep that all that overtime brought. Well, that's good. Yeah, if you go to work and you manage to peel back the thin veneer of reality and see time for the complete farce that it is, you're probably doing too much at work. Um, Ari? Yeah? That'll be the last time you brew your chai tea with Red Bull. 
Stop it. It's not good for I you. My, I can't feel my pulse anymore, my heartbeat. I don't know if my heart has stopped or it's just beating it's at yes. It's just going so fast. Or that yes beats per minute. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, not bad. Um, this past weekend, I ended up getting the booster shot for uh, the COVID vaccine and slept all weekend. Boost! Yeah, um, basically enforced sleep all weekend. I would sit down and just pass out. So, basically what you're saying is your mutant powers haven't kicked in yet. Uh, no, I, I'm still 5G, but I, I, I'm working on the, uh, the 4K. So, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, because you're halfway there. Oh, living on a prayer. <sighs> Is it bad that you didn't even have to go that far and I knew where you were going? Well, you are a Jerseyite, so it's in your DNA, so... What do you mean it's in my DNA? Yes, it's in your DNA. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Trust me, it is. Uh, okay, sure. Did you or did you not drink the water? All right. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll give you that one. <laughs> okay. Wild Spice, how was your week? How was your day? <laughs> um, been busy. I, I believe it. It's it's wedding season, so I've been having the last couple weekends I've had weddings that I'm shooting. This weekend will be my last one for 2021, so yay! Um, let, let me ask you, when you shoot these weddings, in the back of your mind, you're like, I really like these weddings, but <sighs> mine was better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my wedding will always be my favorite because it was my wedding. But, I know. <laughs> um, I like I I do like seeing what people do different for their weddings. It's neat to see like what ideas people are coming up with and like the type of DIY people do with their weddings. Mm -hmm. So that's always really cool to see. And I just love seeing everyone partying after they've had several drinks. So I mean, <laughs> it is open bar. Juicy drama you're privy to at the, that point. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All, all right. So, all right. So, so, so let me ask you this. And I know I've asked you this before off, off, off show. And you've probably seen the article. And I know you probably have friends who have asked you this, too. So, you know, the story about the wedding photographer who deleted the, 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 the couple's uh, wedding photos when they refused to get give him a plate of food with, for, you know, for being there. Yes. Do you blame the photographer for doing that? Um, this is why contracts are so important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Need contracts. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you this um, shit right now. I bet you all, I bet you 50 bucks. He didn't delete it. He just swapped memory cards and be like, bet you that's what he did because as petty and vindictive that i can be i don't think i could cross that line oh i can yeah, i mean 
personally, I don't think I would do that. Like, I wouldn't have the heart to do that. Yeah. Um, but uh, B- Bob Coffey says the photographer was justified. I, I think yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, pretty like, much. Yeah, I mean, but also contracts. Right. Like, in my contract, I have it that I'm supposed to be fed. Um, but then also most of the people who I've seen see that article who are not photographers, they all are like, well, why are you not feeding the vendor? You need to feed your vendors. Feed your vendors, mm-hmm. please. <laughs> people forget. It's like we have to eat. We're there all day. Oh, wait, wait, hold up. According to Ron before 21, there was no contract. That was his friend that he took advantage of. Oh, oh, that's, that's juicy. Even that's even worse. That's yeah. even worse. That's one of your friends. Look, you feed their asses. I mean, when 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 my time comes for me to say I do, I know I can just go on Facebook and be like, do 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 do. I could pull all of y'all out, put y'all on, on a dart, and just be like, okay, they're gonna do my uh wedding. And I bet, and I'll bet you, by the time the reception rolls around, you'll probably have the second biggest plate of everybody there. Hell, I'll probably have them sitting at the table with me. I'm like, they worked as hard as I did. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Now, so Rama Rama four two one also says she was asked to watch her kid while people were eating, and she didn't get a chance to get food or water, so she said, "I'm done." Okay. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. That's 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 too much. Yeah. Like, now. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of stories of people trying to, you know, do their weddings on the cheap. Yeah, well, you no. see, it, and it's cheap as in, you know, something really lavish and elaborate, but don't want to pay for it. And, right. And, and honestly, sometimes it's not even weddings; it's other things, you know, because it's your skill set or what you're good at, you know. I'm surprised that you know these people didn't try to give her the the e word for the photographer to, to the photographer. E-word? Exposure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, that's also an important lesson of why, for weddings, don't don't go on the cheap, okay? It's one day, and especially for, like, photography or videography or, you know, food or whatever it is that Mm -hmm. you have on that day, don't don't go on the cheap because you can run into issues like this. Although, in this situation, it was a friend. But, again... If you have a friend, like, hey, make sure if your friend's doing that, make sure they're being paid because they're technically they're working. They're shooting your wedding and all that. Or if you don't feel comfortable, don't use a friend. Hire another vendor or something like that. But, yeah. So now now that we got that out the way, you know, that, (laughs) that, that, that was great conversation, by the way. My weekend day has been the same. You know, work is going good, you know getting along well with co-workers, you know, dealing the best I possibly can. Um, I decided to go out and fix the cabling for my internet speed, and I almost broke my internet at the same time. To summarize, to get gigabit, Verizon had to come install an ethernet cable from the box to the router. And which they did. They ran a 50-foot cable when all I needed was 30, but they probably didn't know, and left the bulk of the cabling behind my computer. So I went out and ordered two sets of Ethernet cables because I wanted to replace the one on my computer going to the router because that cable was getting was, was shorter than it should be, and I wanted extra slack you know, by the entertainment center. 
and I went out and got a brand new 30-foot coaxial cable to run to the router to. And yes, I have Verizon files. I need the coax so I can watch television. And what and the thing is, I used to have the cable going up around the ceiling and stuff like that, but I pulled it down and ran it straight across. I just wanted all that bulk cabling out. So I re-ran it, and this is where the part where I kind of freaked out. I'm screwing in like the coaxial cable, and the power cord comes out. And I'm just like, that's not supposed to happen. And it's one of those specialty power cords where the plug has multiple pins in there, so I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> so I, fi- I I plug everything in, screw everything in, put the power cord back in, the, the router went from blinking to red to white, so I was like, thank God. And I'm checking like the white, like the lights down here, and everything is all safe. So that's good. So everything is set. I ordered like a little cover, floor cover for the cabling by the door, but it's been delayed by Amazon. So I'm probably going to have to cancel that. I am going to get like little like cable ties that you put under the wall and kind of fix it a little bit better because I want all the excess, like the bulk of the excess slack from the 30 foot behind the entertainment center that way when I move the routers and stuff around I have that slack so that's all fine good and dandy I get an email from Verizon about up upgrading your network I'm like I'm like I already did that but I'm looking at the price I'm like $69.99 so I call Verizon and be like I just upgraded my internet what can you do for me can you give me this price and they're basically saying well we can't give you this price because you have TV so I'm like well give me fiber internet at 69 and give me TV redo my my contract whatever because I don't have email services by them so it's not going to screw that up long story short they're sending me the proper uh, gigabit router which should arrive tomorrow and I believe I will be saving on the DVR the rental fees and I changed my TV lineup so Out of all the channels I don't really watch, there's only one I'm going to lose, and that's Disney XD, and I'm just like, well, I got Disney Plus, so, you know. And I think they're throwing in a year of Disney Plus on top of that, I'm like, okay. I'm like, whatever, you know. So, I'm looking at the emails and all that, that's all configured, I'm probably going to call them back tomorrow and make sure this is correct. And I don't mind, you know, doing sales over the phone like that. But it was just like a little long in the tooth. I'm like, just tell me straight up what I can do and what I cannot do. They were telling me, check out the home connections program for a discount for your job. Or we can offer you a deeper discount if you have Verizon Wireless. And I'm like, for what I get from T-Mobile, y'all can't match it. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. And, and that's basically has been my week and day the only thing coming up is that i'm still working on con photos from aac and i need a haircut so you know that's basically my long and short and and that's everything right there you know and as ron before 21 says i miss files spectrum is garbage i understand uh comcast has rolling has rolling internet outages all day today so yeah I was typing that as you said. <laughs> yeah, I saw the tweet on that. We lost internet for a little bit this morning. And they're not going to compensate us for the downtime, are they? 
if you call them about it and say you, you're working from home, they probably would give you like a day's credit or something, which is like three bucks. I look at it this way. It's $3 you didn't have. That's not false, but <laughs> need something a little more substantial than that. Well, I mean, if you're paying like $60 a month for internet services and that's like 30 days, three bucks goes a long way, more or less. And as Ari says here in our chat, I've instituted a 50% family tax for relatives who want my services. I, I no, I no, I don't even give I don't even give the discount anymore. I can count on one hand how many people get my discount for my tech skills. Everybody else, you have to pay the premium cost. Well, how come I gotta pay the premium cost? Because the degree on my wall says so. <laughs> Simple as that. All right, we can get into some housekeeping. Uh, don't forget to check out our podcast VODs on YouTube, youtube.com slash anime jam session. Uh, just they go up Thursdays at 12 p.m. There is a playlist called uh, Podcast VODs, so definitely check those out. Uh, check out the VOG Network Pro Shop at vognetwork.com slash shop. Um, again, I keep forgetting to talk to uh, Bobby Black Wolf about getting our some stuff up there for us, but, you know, we're all good. We just ask that you buy something from the shop, you know, to kind of keep Vogue Network going. It's the little things in, in, indeed. Um, upcoming conventions. Um, I could tell you this now, uh, even though we've been saying uh, the unconvention is on our list, but we will be canceling that appearance this weekend because I will be prepping for Anime NYC and probably Wild Spice 2. I honestly don't know. Okay, so she's not going. Uh, me and Chocola will be the only two representing Anime Jam Session at Anime NYC, November 19th to 21st. And uh, ZenkaiCon, uh, March 25th to the 27th, 2022. Uh, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I will, I will, if you if you want to say hi, I will be at MAGFest and uh, KatsuCon. Oh, oh, sweet. Wild Spice will be representing at MAGFest and uh, KatsuCon. She will be doing photo shoots. Information about that will be going up later. We will have a link on our official page at AnimeJamSession.com. We will have a pinned, I guess, post on our Facebook page or so we can sign up. Uh, once she gets those proper dates, I will start announcing them because I don't remember off the top of my head. So That's okay. Thank you. And on a sad note, and I, I, I actually hate doing this, but, you know, a couple of things that's, that's come across our feed. Um, first things first, um, you've probably seen this adorable Corgi at conventions. Um, Corgi cosplay or Kiba, so the cosplaying Corgi. Unfortunately, he uh, was he passed away on Sunday. Things I won't to summarize. Uh, I believe he had a form of cancer, and it was just getting worse. So they decided yeah. to do the right thing to uh, you know to put him down. And I believe Kiba has a younger brother or sister that's going to kind of take up the mantle, something yes. like that. Yeah. So at least yes, there's you know. something. So I think that's really awesome. Um. On another uh, sad note, uh, one of our staffers slash podcast hosts, you see her on here from time to time, Koi. Um, unfortunately, her mom passed from a rare form of cancer on Sunday or Monday as well. 
Uh, there is posts about it on her Facebook page at uh, Koi Bug. Uh, she has tweeted about it. Um, we're all sad by this. We're all upset because hashtag fuck cancer. Every single one of us here on the show knows the feeling of losing somebody to that one way or another. Um, right now we are just giving her her time to properly grieve and rest and handle business. So we will have her on the show somewhere down the line. So all that good stuff, you know, but, um, uh, our hearts and family goes out to her, her family and, and so on and so forth, you know, <sighs> okay, e- enough about that. Let's get into our Geek Roundtable. This is the part of the show where we talk about some our the geekier aspects of our week, you know, what we've been doing. So, Ari, how was your what what, what have you been up to for Geek Roundtable? Um, I got like I got something that uh, I was, you know, wanting to get for a while now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a toy or like a little novelty for the desk, but uh it perfectly, you know, it perfectly encapsulates the last 2 years, I think. It's my little dumpster fire. Uh. The uh, people who made it, they they have them in all different colors, but uh, this one was the uh, Chinese New Year one because mm. uh, it was just the mo- most unique design. If I had one of those, I would pay to have it modded for the fire to light up, you know? So, if someone already does that, or maybe they sell a variant that does. Mm. Plus, dumpster fire is also the name of a uh, a a podcast hosted by two of my favorite sports shit posters. That's good. Oh, okay, Mako Chan. Explain the whole hoarding of the tissue. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So the, this goes back to my uh, obsession with supernatural. Oh God. uh yeah basically there's an episode of supernatural that during the pandemic everybody was quoting because um in the episode dean ends up going into the future and chuck basically tells him to start hoarding toilet paper uh because you know it's the apocalypse so of course when the pandemic started and everybody was buying toilet paper for no damn reason Mm mm-hmm um, this became, you know, meme heaven. <laughs> so, so, uh, they actually, um, the website that I go through, uh, just released this. It is a nightlight. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is a nightlight. It actually has a sensor on it. So it actually turns on when it's dark enough. Um, once I am established into my own place, my bathroom, um, at least will be supernatural. So I wanted a nightlight to go into the bathroom, and now I have one. You know, I can just supernatural. <sighs> if I take a shit, does it go into another dimension? That would be mystery spot. So yeah, sure. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> There, there. Everybody says that there is a gif for everything having to deal with supernatural, and it's very, very true. It is very true. You can turn anything into supernatural if you believe enough. Wow. This is experience talking, isn't it? 
Um, yeah, pretty much. Everything can be a supernatural meme. Wow. I can just imagine just walking into your bathroom halfway tired, taking a taking a piss or whatever, and turning and just seeing that staring at me going, God damn it. You know? Yeah. You oh, like no, what the, you the, say, no, no, no. The best part, the best part, um, and I'm gonna say this because, you know, Supernatural has now been over for a year, and if you haven't caught up, then that's on you. Um, that's God in the series. What? Yeah. Yeah, later on in the series, you find out that that character is God. So I'm going to have, you know, a nightlight of God in my bathroom watching me pee. God's into some kinky shit. <laughs> okay, show's over. Good night, y'all. I'm going to go watch Dogma, okay? All right? If I, wa- I want to watch a show where I respect the God, it's going to be Dogma, all right? <laughs> Which, by the way, I found out that movie is out of print, and finding it new will run you anywhere between two and four hundred dollars. Jesus, I'm probably seriously. Yes, wow. I, I I was talking to Sayan Yatin about it. They said that I need to get another copy of Dogma because my copy is autographed. Remember? Yeah, I have a copy lying around somewhere. And as Sia DeMary says, I was going to say, I think that was season 10 where they revealed Chuck was God. It was, it, it, yeah, it was like halfway through. I don't know that it was 10. It might have been um, like 8 or 9. But it, it wasn't much further after that. All right. Enough about that. Wild Spice, what you got for a geek roundtable? Okay, so... Um... My beanie that I'm wearing currently. Um, I am on Twitch team, Team XO. It's made of a lot of fun, cool individuals. So they have merch. So I bought the beanie and it's tie dye. <laughs> Bless you. Salute. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, uh, I bought a beanie to rep the team. So that's fun. <laughs> that's really cool. I like that. So for me, you know, when I went to AAC, I bought pins, and I don't think I've showed those off, but I will. But um, at the same time, I'm walking through the dealer's room. A friend of mine had posted on Facebook that she bought these really cute Sailor Moon keychains. And, and I looked at the design, and I'm just like, I've seen this art style before. It's similar to other people, but I know for a fact I, it wouldn't be that hard for me to find. So I went down and tracked down this cute acrylic uh, Venus uh, keychain. Nice. Thank you. And no, I will not have this on my keys. This will I have a box of all of my keychains that I buy, whether they're official, fan made, whatever. I treasure them. So I collect them. So I put them there. I actually knew somebody who had like she was she she was a weeb. Probably still is. Keychain upon keychain upon keychain. I mean if I didn't know any better, it was it could have been Simon Belmont's whip. She had that many uh, keychains attached, you know? I think wow. if she swung it, it would knock you the fuck out. 
That's the really bad punishment whip. Mm, probably. All right. So enough about that. Let's get into tonight's topics. So let's see. What do we have here? Wild Spice, what is going on with Hatsune Miku? Miku! Um, oh, they're so cute. Sorry. <laughs> I got distracted by the art. I was like, oh, I love their outfits. They're so cute. Okay. Anyway. Lord. Um, party with Miku and Gumi at home with free online event Digital Stars. Woo! That's awesome. Oh, and it's going to be on Twitch. How nice. So enjoy the club from home with musical event Digital Stars featuring Miku and Gumi, which will be streamed online for free. Mm. Fans can listen to club music featuring the two Vocaloid stars by tuning into the official Hatsune Miku Twitch channel, which I didn't know existed, but now I have to follow. Well, yeah, I, I, I think we've talked about that a couple times. I must follow the channel. On November 21st from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. Japan Standard Time, speaking of time zone. Which so, means you'll be up three hours before you have to start work to watch this. Yeah. JST. Um, the events lineup consists of nine art. I'm actually off on the 21st, so haha. <laughs> the events lineup consists of nine artists Amamori P, Amen Kensetsu, DJ Shimamura, Dubscribe, Jamie Page, Luna, Monica, Monica Ferry, Factory. Gosh, sorry. Monaka Factory, MWK, and Pedestrian. Check out the theme song Unsung Melodies by Monica Factory featuring Hatsune Miku and Gumi. Um, Digital Stars featuring Miku and Gumi is the latest installment in the Digital Stars Club event series, which showcases musical collaborations born of all kinds of creators and influences. For Miku and Gumi, goodness you can keep, Check out the Digital Stars featuring Miku and Gooby compilation CD. Currently available to order at Tokyo Otaku Mode. Boom. But the art's really cute. Like, it's very cute. Like, Gumi is precious. <laughs> okay, so... First thing I'll say about this, I, I am a fan of Hatsune Miku, but not as bad as other people that I know. I will say... The artwork of her in the pastel outfit, if they make that an official figure, I would probably buy it because I, I like it and it's cute. Secondly, Wild Spice, you may have the 21st off from work, but you still have to sleep. Because oh, yes, I know. Oh, oh I, wow. Yeah, it starts at midnight. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, yeah. yeah, midnight on the 21st. Yeah. It's wait, wait, wait. No, that's a Sunday. You can do it. That's Saturday going into Sunday. You could do it. Yeah. 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, everyone, for our East Coast friends. <laughs> Just pretend you're staying up late for WCS. <laughs> I've not stayed up late for WCS. I always watch it after. Yes, 12 a.m. concert. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at it this way. If you can't make it, I think La Chocola is going to watch it and and get all giddy and write the report so y'all could like team up and all that cool stuff you know I, it I might don't know about that you never know they might actually it might sit on the uh it might be a vod on the channel because they have other vods up here True. So who knows? but one thing is hopefully it won't be like i won't say censored but you know like when they were showing wcs like when they had the love live groups up and some of the other teams up they put in generic music that way they wouldn't get dmca'd and i was just like Mother, 
Yeah, that's that's some shit you can't really get around. Well, I know. Which is what funny thing is for those of you who want, who stick around for our pre-show, we always play anime covers by various artists. This one this week was Volca Panda who did the cover to Digimon Zero One. What y'all didn't know is a, a while back, I dropped in um the opening theme, the Ray Earth that she did. I got dinged by Twitch on that, and from that point on, I will not put that back up as a pre-show song. I haven't gotten dinged by Twitch. They just mute my audio, or they mute my. I mean, I'm not saying I got a strike, but it got oh, muted. Okay. Yeah, Cause, and I and I go back and I listen to the song. I did not realize how on point she was with that cover. Like I listened to her cover of Freckles. I actually thought it was Judy and Mary. That's actually you know kind of flattering for her. Yeah. Yup. It's just that like you didn't get you know struck. You didn't get a strike. Twi- the Twitch algorithm was pretty much like mm. like that. Okay, sorry. Now I've gone down the hole on a otaku mode looking at Miku figures. Darn it! They're all cute! <laughs> I actually ha- I have a story to tell you later about that, but I have, like, the 1950s Roller Girl Miku figure, and that's, like, actually my personal favorite. There's two more I have in my Amazon cart that I'm gonna probably end up pu- probably purchasing for myself for Christmas, but enough about that. We need yeah, to just get stay it- away from the My Miku Pony one, because oh. the comment section for that is... I will... Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't go down the comment rabbit hole unless I'm a glutton for punishment for it or just morbid curiosity like Chris Chan. But, you know, the MLP uh, Bishojo hit. It's cute. I like it. But I won't drop money on that. But. Uh Uh-oh. Why is this Miku only $3? As I have talked about on this show before... The, the paint is probably made, irradiated. I have the Bishojo rare MLP Rarity. That I do have. And there is another release of her with, um, you know, with sparkly hair and all of that. I actually have that one pre-ordered on Amazon, too. So, I know my standards. I know my fandoms. And speaking of fandoms, we're going to talk a little bit about um, Love Live, and evidently people are selling bootlegs. No! Now, here's the thing. I know people have been selling bootlegs of Love Live merch for years. I only time, I advocate for buying it if you have the original, like if you have like the whole keychain set and you want a bootleg to walk around to have on your keychain. That uh, to me, that's a, that's like having a proxy, you know. That I support, but you know, sometimes there's some bootlegs that are just too freaking obvious. I mean, I look at half half of the Sailor Moon shit that's on Amazon, but it seems that you know a 37 year old office worker was arrested for selling mouse pads featuring art of the characters from the series. Over 400 mouse pads have been seized from his house, and the final haul includes a wide variety of characters like Hatsune Miku and the idols of. Uma Musume Pretty Derby, which everyone calls the, the lesbian horse anime. <laughs> the lesbian horses. That's what people... That's something co- you don't say every day. That's something that people are calling it. So, according to all of this, for selling the bootlegs that he's made about, he's made about two, two million yen. Now, here is something. 
here's a telltale sign that your merch is bootleg. Number one, it looks like fan art. Half of the bootlegs is somebody's fan art, okay? Oh, yeah, always. The second hint, it looks faded. Third hint, this is kind of varies, and, I, and I've seen this. When the bootleg costs more than the original, like... How does that happen? I don't know, but I have seen figures like this. Like this that is going doesn't make any sense. This is for going for you. like uh, this is going for 150. Most likely, a bootleg version of this is going for 200 to 250. By the way, another telltale sign that it's a bootleg when the name of the figure has a odd sounding name in front of it or a series of letters that make no sense. You know, well, it's just misspelled in any other way. Yeah. Hold on. What is this as a birthday present, late birthday present for you? I'm looking at this. Okay. This is cute, but not not one that I would get. I, 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 I will, the ones I have in my cart, I will ping them to you tomorrow, the ones I plan on buying. So, you know. And speaking of buddies, there there's our other podcasting friend, Starlet Two, down there. Uh, we did a podcast back in the day Hello. for Sailor Moon Crystal. Good times. <laughs> All right. So, anywho, back at this. So, this. So basically, it was the Love Life merch that led to the arrest. But due to the license holders having a zero tolerance policy on doging goods, which Established in 2017, some fans allege that the move was a response due to a decline of popularity when Muse made way for Aquars. Understandable. I I, I love Aquars, but I enjoy Muse as well, you know, because uh, Nozomi's best idol, whatever, you know. I'm biased to Aquars. I, I, of course you are, you! Yakada! No, I'm biased to Aquarius <laughs> because I saw Aquarius first, then I saw Muse after. Ah, uh, so you saw it. I so saw it in reverse. You went backwards, okay. <laughs> I do also like Nijigasaki. They're okay, too. They're okay, but I, I'm really digging Liela. Sumi Rae is best girl. She, she's, she's basically live-action Minako on, on some hot girl shit. That's basically Sumi Rae. <laughs> Wouldn't Minako say that she is hot girl shit? Okay. Anime Minako is boy crazy, okay? Live action Minako takes nobody's shit. Because she is the idol. She became that idol. She became what she wanted to be in the anime. She doesn't... She's like, I don't fuck around. This is what it is. And then you find out in the series, she's like this way to get the other girls trained for what is going to happen, you know? So. Yeesh. I, I, I bet she doesn't get stalked. They're like, yeah, I got a, I got a pile of dead bodies out here of other guys who tried to get into my freaking windows. Yeah. But. The guy, I, I but but the guy who I'm was sorry. arrested, yeah, but the guy who who was arrested for all the bootleg merch, he straight up said, "I did it to make money." Of course. Well, I, I mean, yeah. That. I mean, I, it's like it's like people who um, the scalpers—they're doing it to make money. You can do that, but I'm not paying a thousand dollars for a Series X. I can wait. 
<sighs> Moving right along. Now we're in Mako-chan's wheelhouse. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, I was kind of excited when I read this uh, just because I actually liked the first series. Mm-hmm. But it looks like we are getting a new Devil May Cry animated series. Uh, the writing for the script has been completed for the first season. Um, they uh, It was announced on Friday that a new animated series based on Devil May Cry um, will be coming out, and it's going to have multiple seasons. Mm. Um, so the first season will have eight episodes and will feature Dante, Virgil, and Lady. Uh, it will reportedly be going into production in 2022 with no set release date yet. Um, so it was announced, you know, obviously uh, that it's going to be part of a, you know, what they're calling the bootleg multiverse <laughs> um, joining Castlevania. So there was a previous 12 episode anime series that was done by madhouse adv films and then later funimation released the series on home video and crunchyroll ended up streaming it in uh, 2017 um there's you know a whole bunch of novels and manga and there's a stage play and the games and the series and it's you know devil may cry is kind of crazy at this point um, but that's perfectly I okay. I thought it started off crazy. I I, I, I want to pick it up for Xbox Series X, like the whole collection or something like that, because I think it's available for Xbox One, but I want to grab it for that. So, Is it going to follow any of the games? Probably will. I, I, I'm going to assume that it's going to follow the lore, but not necessarily follow the games. Um. I mean, there, besides the want of the Devil May Cry uh, reboot game, which really doesn't have anything to do with the other Devil May Cry games, um, it is a really decent plot um, having to do with demons and, you know, hell and crap like that. It is a very good, um, I guess, uh, opposite for Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. which deals with all of your angels and your witches and crap like that. Um, so, and obviously they're both made by the same person. So it is very fitting to, you know, I, I the devil may cry cross Bayonetta game. Can't come fast enough. Look, um, that would actually be really cool. Um, but I'm actually hoping giving that they are doing multiple seasons for devil may cry, I'm hoping that they actually pull in Bayonetta and some of that storyline and mm-hmm. maybe spin off into a Bayonetta series. I was I was going to say, you know, I'm hoping he Shankar gets the rights to Bayonetta. Then the bootleg multiverse will be, will be the trifecta of completion because I would want a single shot OVA of Trevor versus uh, Dante versus uh, uh, Bayonetta be like perfect oh Michael chan one more thing about this article 
Yeah. When this came out, I think it was even before that, I believe the director, uh, Shankar, actually said that uh, Chris Pratt is not connected to this at all. <laughs> Thank the gods. Chris Pratt will not be playing the role of Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Pratt needs to stick to the role of Chris Pratt and leave the voice acting worlds um, of popular characters that he has no right to voice alone. Exactly. I find I come to the realization when the Mario movie comes out, I'm going as Luigi and I'm going to be sitting there hate watching the whole film because Mario is voiced by Chris Pratt. I've accepted the fact that Charlie Day is doing Luigi and I'm okay with it. So, enough. Imagine you like throwing your plunger at the screen every time. If you hear a uh, Chris Beck <laughs> try to go, it's a me, Mario. No. It's... See, I, I, I just, I have a feeling it's gonna be a completely different Mario. It's not gonna be a Mario that we know and love, and no. it's gonna tank. Remember, Mario Brothers Plumbers is a parallel universe. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, they're all technically various universes, but they all kind of had that, you know, Mario always had that one kind of personality. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't see Chris Pratt doing that. No. <laughs> no. And besides, if they did do more of the lore than as two plumbers from Brooklyn, I think that would make it the first Isekai uh, video game. <laughs> but enough about. I, I want a sequel to the live action movie. We oh, all God, want a sequel to the live action movie, but Mario and Koopa are dead. I guess they killed each other in their final battle. Is um, it well, I mean, yeah, that's that's all well and good, but. The the movie was based off of Luigi. Yep, and Daisy. And Luigi's still there. Yep. Yeah, the Puerto Rican Jew playing a full-blooded Italian. Oh, God damn it! Um, besides the Puerto Rican part, uh, hi. <laughs> we know you are. What's the point? Yeah, well, he says it like it's a bad thing, and I'm just I'm not like, saying it's um... a bad thing, I'm just like, 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 you're looking at the casting agency, you're like, And if we go into our chat room here, Starlet2 says, I see people calling him Crisp Rat, and I laugh. Yeah. Chris, I, I'd rather call him Crispy Rat, but close enough. And Washu Otaku says, Lou Albano was best Mario. Yes, do the Mario, everybody! Yeah, Lou Albano was best Mario. I, yeah. I, 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 will, I, will, I will fight, I will follow my sword on that. Meanwhile, Ari, tell us about the Dirty Pair Kickstarter. Uh, it, it ended with all of its stretch goals funded. Yes. Last month, started the vintage in Vintage Hot with the launch of a Kickstarter campaign for Dirty Pair, the TV anime, with Nozomi Entertainment aiming to fund an English dubbed HD remix release. Now the campaign has officially come to an end, and not only did it soar past its initial goal early on, it met all of its stretch goals along the way. The final tally came came in at seven hundred thirty-one thousand four hundred six dollars, pledge of the original two hundred seventy-five thousand. 3,300 backers 
which I was one of them, joined in the Funda project, well, which will have original English VAs, Pam Lauer, who was K, and Jesse Calveo, who was Yuri reprising her roles. Jessica Calvello. Calvello. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what a nationality she was. She's Italian like you. <laughs> Italian. Well, sometimes. Well, some t- yeah, I Italian. That's what I am. <laughs> Fans but pledged to both help create the new dub version and receive the full Dirty Pair series, including the TV series features OVAs and Dirty Pair Flash on Blu-ray in both in Japanese and English. And uh, if you take a look in the article, you can see the the grievously long list of stretch goals they had. Yeah. Like, it's as long as Kay and Yuri are tall. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's... Wow. That's all I gotta say. It's just like, holy crap. All of the stretch goals. Uh, yeah. Um, the fu- I gotta, I'm gonna get my name in a special thanks uh, section. As will I. But what's interesting is that, you know, I actually back this i got the 275 dollar pack you know because i'm like okay i put it on my credit card i happen to check my bank account a few days later i'm just like why is my account like this i'm not in the red but i'm just like why is it like this what i went oh, to oh right the kickstarter went through that's that that was it you know it was uh basically it went to my Debit card, not my credit card. That's what uh, happened. So it's like, yeah. Frap. That's always fun. Mm. When you're like, I swore I charged it to the owl. <laughs> but, you know, it, 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 it's all good, so I can't complain. So, you know. And as you can see, those are the stretch goals. Uh, I'm going to slightly adjust the... um. Let me see if I can get this right. Seven... All right. Um, there we go. That that looks a lot nicer if you can kind of see it. Basically, everything is funded and then some. So now, Nozomi Entertainment has extra money in the pot, so they can probably crowdfund something else. So, I actually got that one because you were getting all of it plus shot glasses. I'm like, I could always use a shot glass. So, I got enough that uh, I got the one where I. This is enough for me. I don't need all the extra stuff. Yeah. It'll just end up taking up space. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Plus, the fact that they're they're using modern dubbing techniques and so forth, and technology on an older title like this, I'm really curious how it's going to sound. I'm I'm kind of hype about that. But let's get into our next story so that uh, Wild Spice can call it a night because, like. Ari, she has to get up at like what six? I have yeah, to get, I have up, to get up, at up early. Oh, he has to get up. I don't have to get up at four, but I do have to get up early. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all are some brave mofo's, and I thank you and I appreciate y'all. Okay. Um, da, 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 da. I found it. All right. Pirate manga site goes offline after Shueisha contacts Google ISP to identify operators. Whoops. Whomp, whomp, whomp. 
Um, Gigazine and Torrent Freak reported on Thursday that Japanese manga publisher Shuisha has filed a legal application with Google and internet service provider Hurricane Electric to disclose evidence to identify and prosecute another party for copyright infringement. Shuisha is claiming that a number <clears throat> of sites that feature one or more of the following words, Buzz, Asia X Cloud, and AppsX.Cloud are connected to the Japanese language pirate website MangaBank. <clears throat> the MangaBank website's offline with a message saying it's closed due to service and maintenance costs. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, whoops. Before filing the request, um, Shuisha asked the network infrastructure company Cloudflare to disclose information using a Digital Millennium Copyright Act subpoena. Through Cloudflare, the publisher discovered that domains allegedly used by Manga Bank were hosted by Hurricane Electric. Woogie, woogie, woogie. In addition, the Manga Bank allegedly used services provided by Google, including a Gmail address and AdSense account. The related um, IP addresses also led to China. Whoops. <laughs> so, um, Shuisha. Sorry, I got a tickle in my throat. <laughs> I actually hate those, you know? It feels like you're choking, but then you realize it's just a tickle and you're going to be all right, but it's still the after effects. <clears throat> I'm okay, I promise. Ooh. Okay, so, Shuisha and a San Francisco law firm. They filed an application on October 27th to the California District Court to permit discovery of information. Um, Shuisha aims to find the information of the alleged pirates and sue them. Um, according to Market Data Analyzer, similar web, mm-hmm. more than 81 million people access Manga Bank monthly, making it the 44th most popular site in Japan. That's interesting. Interesting. Um, earlier this year, Twitter had locked numerous accounts and deleted uploaded images in response to copyright claims allegedly under the name of Shuisha. Many of the images deleted were related to Shuisha properties, in particular to the manga One Piece and Dragon Ball Super, and included fan art and cosplay photographs. Oh my. Wow now. Um, Shuisha told... Anime News Network, the copyright takedowns were not from Shuisha, but from a third party using the company's name without permission. Wow, that's just slick. (laughs) Um, (sighs) Shuisha denied any involvement in the takedowns. Shuisha also issued a statement on its Manga Plus website on Thursday, saying it had been falsely misrepresented by an individual sending in copyright claims and is currently investigating with social media platforms to decide on a course of action. Whew! Sorry. <laughs> no, you, you, you good. You good. You know, that's I, always the worst when you're talking all of a sudden you get the root tickle and you're yeah. like, oh God, I'm dying. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> hey, hey, here is something interesting. When that takedown happened, there was a brass band right outside their office. And I have actual audio of that oh. brass band playing. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> you're You're welcome. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> oh god all right okay all right we are going to get into our last story of the night but before we do that we're all going to wave bye-bye to wild spice because she gotta go
I do. Yes. I'm not dying. Thank you. <laughs> I want to say thank you for joining us. Um, as I said, until you know, until Ichigo comes back, she's back on a normal um schedule. You're more than welcome to come join us. Just let me know, and I'll set things up. You know. Okie dokie. All right, fam. I will see you later, my my child. All right, everyone. Have fun. Stay hydrated. Don't get tickle coughs. You know all that jazz. Mm, definitely. <laughs> all right. Go to sleep. We will. You two first, my darling child. See y'all. Night. Okay. Let me set close that up and let me put this up here. There we go. And and just because um, I actually have the sound effect here. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> All right, uh, Mako-chan, take us out with the last story of the night with your fandom again. Yeah, what can I say? It's uh, gonna be a good 2022 for me. Mm. Um, so. They are going to be doing audiobooks for one of my favorite series, Vampire Hunter D. So it's taken many forms over the years. It's been animated films, video game, which I have, manga, which I have, an English language comic, which I have. Um, have I mentioned that I'm a fan? Um, no, you have month, not. Yeah. Next month, it will be reborn as an English language audiobook series from Graphic Audio. The company with the tagline, A Movie in Your Mind, specializes in full cast audiobook dramatizations with music and sound design. Vampire Hunter D will join the ranks of other Dark Horse adaptations in their catalog, including issues of The Mask and X. So far, adaptations of the first three volumes have been announced. The original Vampire Hunter D, which will be available December 15, uh, Razor of Gales, January 26th, and Demon Death Chase, February 24th. All will feature Amino's iconic cover art and will be available via the Graphic Audio Access app. And CD editions will be released available uh, usually the following month. Um, this won't be the first audio outing for the series. There was a run of audio dramas in Japan featuring many of the voice actors from the original films. Um, for those that don't know what Vampire Hunter D is, because it is one of the uh, older series out there, uh, 12,090 AD, it is a dark time for the world. Humanity is just crawling out from under 300 years of domination by the race of vampires known as the nobility. The war against the vampires has taken its toll. Cities lie in ruin. The countryside is fragmented into small villages and fiefdoms that still struggle against nightly raids by the fallen vampires and the remnants of their genetically manufactured demons and werewolves every village wants a hunter one of the warriors who have pledged their laser guns and their swords to the eradication of the nobility but some hunters are better than others and some bring their own kind of danger with them vampire hunter d is one of my favorite series it's absolutely amazing um for really? those that... i would have never guessed yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, it is. It's a really, I mean, the animated movies really don't do it justice. It really is its own separate world. It combines dark sci-fi fantasy with kind of futuristic, um, almost steampunk elements. Because it happens so far into the future, Mm -hmm. um, basically the world has come full circle. So you have the steampunk kind of element in there, except that it's future instead of the past. It's really, really fun series. I believe. Plus the art is amazing because I'll notice the art for it. So it's pretty much a manga on tape. Well, the the vampire of a books on tape thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's Vampire Hunter D actually is um, it's a novelization. The original is a novel. Um, I don't know that it's specifically a light novel because it doesn't have a lot of art to it. Um, But Amino does all the cover arts for the book. Um, So it is it it is definitely an audio book but they have turned it into a manga and things like that to give it uh, more depth, more visual depth, I should say. Mm. So I'm looking forward to this. Okay. So before we get into uh, our Meanwhile in Japan, Mako-chan, I have a question for you. Okay. Since these are going to be audiobooks, three people you would want to narrate the books? Um, I don't know. I mean, you're talking about, because they're not just doing a narration. They're doing a narrative play. Okay, so, so each character will have its own voice. Okay, okay. So three people you would like to see involved in this project. Um, hmm. That it's it. That's actually really difficult to think of off the top of my head. Okay. Um, there are. I mean, you have D, who would be your main character. Um, and then you have Handy, which is his hand. Mm-hmm. That's um, a name. <laughs> so I mean, you you do have you know your your two main characters are both male. Mm-hmm. Um, and one's a damn fear and one's basically a demon hand. So, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I, I give it about, I give it about two weeks. Mako Chan's going to come back and have like her, her fancy list of all the characters, you know, I could see <laughs> that. Well, I like, I'm just trying to think of who's out there now that would be able to do the voice acting for it. No, I'm not saying who's able. I'm just asking you three people you would like to see. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It depends on how I would want to go with it. Okay. Well, th- well, there's a project for you. Yeah. Let's, let's add a project like that on top of everything else. Yeah. It's going to come down like Jenga. Fantasy mm-hmm. stunt casting. Always fun. <laughs> all right now that we got that out the way this is the part of the show that y'all really stick around for meanwhile in japan 
I want the second one. Okay, you could have the second one. I'll take the last one. Makocha. Uh, okay, I I guess I'll take the first one and the third one since they're somewhat tied together. Okay. And we'll just do them back to back then. Yeah, you might. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So in Japan, um, people are weird, but that's everywhere. Weird is an understatement. Yeah. Anyway, um, on Halloween night, a man decided that, you know, he was going to go out dressed as the Joker. So 24-year-old man dressed in a purple suit, green shirt, and necktie. Uh... At 7.54, yeah, so this was uh, shortly, um, this was Halloween night. Mm -hmm. So at 7.54, a train pulled out of Chofu Station, and shortly thereafter, the man stabbed a 72-year-old passenger in the chest with a knife with a 30-centimeter, this is almost a foot-long blade. As panicked passengers fled, the attacker then spread lighter fluid around the train and lit a fire. Jeez. The flames spreading to the next car. A passenger hit the onboard emergency notification number, uh, notification button and told the conductor that what was happening and the train made an emergency stop at the next station. However, because the platform position the train stopped at was different than what it should be under normal conditions. The train and platform doors did not align and the train's doors did not open, forcing passengers to climb through the windows to get to safety. The stabbing victim was rushed unconscious to the hospital and 16 other passengers required treatment for smoke inhalation. Uh, The train after the train stopped, the attacker Um, remained inside the train where he was apprehended by police officers who had been dispatched to the scene. He said, I came up with a plan to kill a lot of people on Halloween. Um, During his questioning, he said, uh, since about last July, I was screwing up at work and he's currently unemployed. So there you go. There you go. Really? Um, And I'm not having good relationships with friends. So I wanted to die. His intent for the attack, he said, was to kill enough people that he would receive the death penalty. I wanted to be like the Joker who kills people. I bought this outfit to wear when I committed the crime. Um. Um. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Uh, And then. I was saying we live in a society in Japanese, too. Uh, Hmm. And then, of course, uh, some idiot decided that he was going to do a copycat. Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, so last Monday morning at 8.50 a.m., a train heading along the uh, Kagoshima route of the Kyushu Shinkansen on Japan's southwest island of Kyushu Sometime after the train pulled out of the station, an elderly passenger in the number three car began pouring a liquid substance on the floor of the train. Next, he took out a lighter and lit a wad of paper, then set the burning mass down in the liquid in an attempt to ignite it. Other passengers quickly fled to the adjoining cars as the alarm was sounded. 
Using a fire extinguisher, a conductor was able to put out the fire before it spread, and no passengers suffered injuries. Police officers boarded the train and placed the man later identified as 69-year-old Fukuoka city resident under arrest for attempted arson. Um, he admitted to the charges, and while the exact liquid he was spreading hasn't been reported, he made his intent clear. I thought I'd imitate what happened on the Keo line last month. Jesus! Ugh. What is it with people uh, trying to set trains on fire? Yeah, um, here we go with one thing. One, um, Joker is a psychopath. You can like him as a character all you want, but he is not the person that you want to imitate. He is a sociopath. Um, He does not care about anything um, at all. And he's not the person that you want to be like. Batman's no better, but at least, you know, morals. And yes, I equated Batman to Joker. Huh. I mean, you should, you should be more like Alfred. You know, he doesn't have, like, you know, he, you know, cleans up all of Bruce's shit. Like, if someone, you know, breaks into Wayne Manor, like, if Batman's not here to save you, oh, what... Oh dear, what an unfortunate circumstance. But there is something of Batman's that I also do not have. <laughs> a code against killing. <laughs> I, I had a feeling you were going to go there. Because I'm picturing to see where he's saying that. He's holding the shotgun and putting the, the ammo in. <laughs> like, like, tried sneaking in the back cave and Alpha racks a shotgun. Like, what he now, won't, bitch? He won't kill you, but I will. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's my turn, right? Yep. Okay. Gundam's crotch isn't pleasing fans with its insufficient fan service in new video game. Gives no meaning to the term shining finger. Oh, (laughs) dear God. You did not go there. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I did. We've all so, seen yeah. Gundam X. Bandai Namco is releasing Super Robot Wars 30, you know, a crossover of giant robots from decades worth of different anime series. So uh, while fans are glued to this trailer, they notice something fishy when their gaze settled on one robot's crotch. And uh, it was the LM314V24 Vic- Victory 2 Assault Gundam, which, good God, that name's a mouthful, uh, from the Victory Suit mobile suit victory gundam tv series it's an upgrade version of the hero mech outfit of all sorts of extra weaponry and armor and make it extra powerful and extra cool looking because aesthetic is everything mm-hmm. however what super robot wars rs have done an impressive enough job on the on-screen dra- graphics that will register as a v2 assault gundam to casual fans hardcore gundam otaku would notice a growing discrepancy why did as shown in the above, accurate to the anime model, the V2 Assault armor is supposed to have a golden-colored crotch plate. But this piece is missing from the Super Robot Wars 30 form. And oh boy, the Twitter responses. Kind of makes me grateful I don't speak Japanese. He's missing his golden crotch. 
And for some sharp-eyed viewers, the lack of armor down there is especially concerning since the video shows V2 assault on the receiving end of a melee attack that appears to involve some pelvic pummeling. It's weird they just forget that armor loincloth, please. But it's also weird they left it off intentionally. That's one of the, what one of the commentators says. And I'm like, give me a break. Mm. I mean, unless you have the Megas in this series and you're fight like, and Coop is fighting someone, a ro giant robot's not going to kick another giant robot in the balls. In the big metal balls, obviously. True. But yeah, there's so many questions like, why was the robot's crotch the first place you went to? Hey, some people are into that shit. Yep, everyone's I'm got their I'm not kink-shaming, but mm -hmm. that's the... Like, it, it's like a teacher nitpicking every single thing. Like, oh, like you're grading an essay and you're taking points off because, oh, wait, this, like, this zero looks too... Like, this six looks too much like a zero. You know, shit like that. To quote Sita Berry, two words, Gundam codpiece. That's a codpiece! That was bad, and you should feel bad, but I know you I do. I was talking about Sita Berry, not you! Oh. <laughs> Gundam codpiece. Points for originality. And... On our last article out of Japan tonight, we discover that a man was arrested for stalking a woman through her bank account. Oh, for fuck's sake. So what happened was um, a 55-year-old man was arrested for contacting his victim incessantly through her bank account. According to Hyoga Prefectural Police, the man first discovered the 39-year-old victim at a restaurant where she worked. Somehow, he managed to discover her online bank account and repeatedly sent transfers of mostly 1 yen amounts between 11 and the 11th and the 29th of October. And 1 yen transfers are about 0 0.009 cents. It is said that there were, the transfers were a higher amount but no more than 100 yen, which is 88 cents. I think they might have that misdone. I think one yen is like maybe 0.09 cents or something like that. I, I, I don't know. But um, it says that each time a transfer was made, the suspect left the message in the limited space and characters in the description field, such as Hana Shishio, which basically equivalent to let's chat in English. Oh, it's point zero zero eight nine cents. Okay, so but, it, yeah, so it went down just a sketch. It's, part, it's partly because you know, jet, the the end doesn't have decimals. Fair. There are a few dozen transfers in total, with other descriptions including "kane kane which means "pay me back." After a couple of weeks, he began to engage in other behaviors, such as suddenly appearing at the victim's home, so she reported it to the police. An arrest was quickly made, and during the investigation, he admitted to stalking because he liked her. What a nice guy. <sighs> Ka 
comments from netizens such as how could he get at her bank account info but not email or her social media that's gross i can't tell if this is smart or stupid to his credit i never would have thought of something like that at least he left plenty of evidence i mean honestly i'd sooner i'd prefer to ask for their social media contacts to keep in touch with them that way that way i can like talk to them you know but come on with the evidence of his violation of the Anti-Stalking Act certified by a financial institution, there is little doubt to its validity. This is also believed to have been the first reported case of stalking through a person's bank account in the country. It goes to show that while advancements in technology can be used to aid stalkers in their twist, twisted pursuit of love, it fortunately can be quite effective at catching them in the act too. He's not a very smart stalker, in other words. Basically. Shall we get out of here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Let me know if it's a little bit too loud, then I'll readjust it. So, anywho, thank you for participating with us tonight and hanging out and chatting with us. We really appreciate your love and support while we do this show. If you have any questions about the show, ideas, suggestions, and so forth, you can drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We are here to believe you. Don't forget to check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you will find our latest podcast, anime uh, reviews, cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, uh, convention reports, editorials, so much more, all at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget to support our show by follow, by supporting us through various podcasting apps. Just search Anime Jam Session and you'll find all of the episodes. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, whatever you use, definitely check it out. What's cool is some of these apps allow you to leave reviews. So if you could, leave us a review. We'd greatly appreciate that. Don't forget to follow us on our social media. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook is all Anime Jam Session. Um, updates, com- convention photos, cosplay videos, convention videos, all that and then some. And don't forget to follow us on socials. You can find me at DJ S. Ari is at the Ari Man and Mako is over at Jovedea. Let's see what else we have here. And don't forget our tip jar down below. There's links to our Streamlabs account, our Ko-Fi account, so click on it, throw us a few bucks, we'd really appreciate that. And bits go a long way. Throw us a few bits here and there. We greatly appreciate that. And auto hosting is no more. But if you are live, if you're watching with us, host us. It was really cool. It's cool stuff like that. And now we're going to go around the room for last words. Last words, Ari. That article started making me think. I I would like to see a fight between Megas and Ava Unit One, which ends with Megas stomping Unit One's Robo Balls mm. like like Megas did the DMV. Last words, Mako-chan. I need an eight-hour nap. Mm. My last words, I decided to try the Mountain Dew Melon Blast, the no-sugar one. I absolutely hate it. I didn't think it would be that bad, but I think I'd prefer the one with sugar in it. So, yeah. So, that is it. End of list. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. 
We're going to have some more fun and all that good stuff. So please stick around for next week and be here and participate with us. And I think that's it. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I am Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Perfect. We're out of here. See you next week. has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!